The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. From the Evergreen Studio in Florida, it's the Smart Start Money Podcast. I am your host, Eric Flynn. On today's podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about how eating out can make you broke. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, Americans spend more than $7,700 per year on groceries and dining out. For people in suburbs of big cities, food is their third largest expense. There's nothing wrong with enjoying a meal out once in a while, but the convenience does come at a cost. Eating at home more often will not only save you money, but it can also be better for your health. Today's podcast episode, I really wanted to cover the high cost of dining out. Now, my family eats at home probably more than most, I would say. But when we do go out, it's really easy to quickly see that there is an issue with people being in debt, probably, and dining out. Because it always surprises me on even a Monday or Tuesday evening how crowded most of the restaurants are in my area. Having to be put on a, a waiting list for a seat at a local chain restaurant at dinner time on a Monday or, you know, Tuesday evening. And you can quickly see that, you know, more people are eating out probably when they shouldn't. And the result is people are not only able to to not save any money. But they're also spending more due to the health problems likely by eating away from home. I do understand, you know, with the rising costs of housing, education, and healthcare, eating out is it's probably one of the easiest places to cut back and save a few dollars. However, not many people seem to be recognizing this or doing it to get out of debt or become financially independent. There certainly isn't anything wrong with eating out, but doing it several nights a week is going to be costly. Most people eat out a majority of the time due to the convenience, but it doesn't really have to to take a lot of time to eat more at home and it won't only save money, but it will likely also be much healthier to eat meals at home. One of the questions that came up when I started looking at this is why do so many people eat out as often as they do? And it certainly is due to the convenience factor that I mentioned, but it's important to understand why people eat out so much to know why many of them decide to be broke in favor of having a meal prepared for them. This is one thing I never really understood by the people that complain of a lot of debt, you know, the, the, the people, sometimes a lot of people that complain a lot of, about a lot of their, their debt, they're eating out for five times a week, sometimes three meals a day. And when I talk to people that have a lot of consumer debt or student loan debt, they often say, you know, it's just too hard to pay down the people that they owe. And these are a lot of times those people that are eating out several times a week and multiple times a day. So instead of saving money or paying down debt by preparing their own meals more often, why do these people decide to keep paying the high prices for others to prepare their food? 
I mean, let's face it here. One of the probably biggest reasons with the convenience is there are lazy people. Some people are, they're just too lazy and they don't want to take the time to make their own food. In today's world of technology, doing many of the tasks for us without ever having to get up all the, get up off the couch from all the interesting garbage of reality television, people are many times just too lazy to make food at home anymore. Think about all of the causes of obesity and heart disease on the rise. Many people just don't want to do much anymore unless it involves binge watching their favorite reality television show or taking in an entire series on Netflix in one day. It's not just food preparation at home that could save money as a result of getting off the couch. So many people that could easily do something like mow their own lawn or wash their own car, they decide to pay someone else to do these things. And if you can afford it, then that's great. Why not, you know, lessen the burden of chores and things you have to do? It might make sense to have someone do your chores and eat at a local restaurant every night if you do have the money. But if you're in debt and can't save any money, then start doing some of your own chores and staying at home to eat. And I almost guarantee you there will be an immediate savings. So think about it this way. With all the meal delivery services today, like Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash being able to stay in business, it is a clear sign there is an issue with people not choosing to eat at home. It always makes me laugh just a little when I see advertisements for meal delivery services at the big fast food chains. Is it really that bad where people have to order from McDonald's and have it delivered to their door? I mean, how difficult can it be to go through the drive-thru or find the closest McDonald's, which can be found basically on every two blocks in most cities? Instead, people would rather have their food delivered for either a flat fee or service charge on top of the, the cost for a meal. Now, I understand there's there's certain circumstances where someone might have a medical issue or not be well and they want to get food from a certain place, but that's not how these meal delivery services are making their money. They're making their money from the people that don't want to get up and actually go to their place of business to eat something. Although convenience is one of the big reasons people probably eat out as much as they do, another reason is some people just don't like to cook. And it is true that some people, they don't like to cook at home. Not everyone enjoys cooking. And according to a Harvard Business Review study, 45% of people hate to cook. If you want to save some money or pay off debt, then just hating to cook really shouldn't be much of an excuse. The truth is, most people... They hate their job. Most people hate getting up, going to work each day. Some people hate cleaning their homes or just plain doing anything other than enjoying themselves. Daily chores, they're a part of life for most people and making a meal at home should just be one of them. People that don't like cooking often believe it's just too difficult and time consuming, which really isn't the case. It can be very easy and simple with some planning. You just just do a little research on using something like a slow cooker. This is one of the favorite ways that I like to use to make an easy meal. You know, you put the 
ingredients in a crock pot in the morning and then in the evening there's a homemade meal with possible leftovers to make it even easier the following day just not liking to cook is really not a good excuse to spend thousands of dollars every year this is especially the case if you don't really have the money to spend for people that are carrying the average credit card debt in america of over six thousand dollars stop eating out as much you you don't have to like cooking but you will like the money you can save by eating in at home more often. Another reason people probably eat out is, you know, as much as they do is the alarming fact here is some people don't know how to cook. You might or might not be surprised to know that some people just don't know how to cook. And for me, I'm always shocked when someone generally doesn't know how to prepare a meal. I understand not everyone, you know, is a professional chef in the kitchen. Yet some people, they don't even know how to make something as simple as spaghetti or cook a scrambled egg. You might ask yourself, as I do, how it's even possible that someone wouldn't know how to cook. But these people, they do exist with the ease of microwave ovens, convection ovens, and the quick heat up frozen meals. Numerous people never learn to cook today. And gone are those days for many young adults learning to cook from a parent or grandparent. This is not only something that's alarming, but all those great generational recipes are probably going to be lost forever. If you don't know how to cook, take the time to learn. It really isn't that difficult. And the investment of your time will save you money in the long run. Another reason here. People probably eat out as much as they do is not having the time to cook. And this comes back to that convenience again. Not having the time to cook, I believe, might be the most credible answer for eating out regularly. However, it it can be a very weak excuse due to some easy ways to plan meals. The problem today is things are very different than they were decades ago. There was a time when both parents and a household only worked about 25% of the time. Today, it's not uncommon for both parents in a home to be working 60% of the time. When one parent is home full time, it certainly can be much easier to have dinner at home each night. People in America are also working more hours than they did at one time. 10-hour Things like 10-hour workdays and long commutes are becoming a much more normal Part of life for many people. Workers are many times even needing to take a second job or come up with a side hustle to make ends meet. The time constraints are certainly making it more challenging to eat at home for many people. And I can tell you personally, I've even been guilty of the time constraints of, of eating at home. At one time many years ago, it wasn't uncommon for me to be working 12-hour days, six or seven days a week for about four months out of the year. And during these times, the last thing I wanted to do was take 15 or 20 minutes even to prepare a meal at home. I did what I could, but I will admit I ate out more than I should have. And as I mentioned, it can be difficult to prepare meals at home when there isn't much time to do it. However, there are easy ways to eat at home more often. You just need to take the time to do a little research and plan ahead. This will give you the time that you need. It's important to know why eating out 
will leave your bank account empty. Dining at a restaurant regularly, it, it's not only going to make you broke, but it could also possibly lead to a very un- unhealthy lifestyle. There is a reason all that food at your local favorite steakhouse tastes so good, and it's not because it's full of healthy ingredients. And I wanted to first take a look at here, how much does it really cost to eat out? And it should not really come as a shock that eating out is getting more expensive. It's not just the food costs that are going up, the operating expenses, labor, and insurance costs are also on the rise for many food business owners. And this is where those price increases are coming from. Think of all the services you pay for that go up in cost every year. Things like your rent, taxes, cable bills, and electric bills. Those are just a few of them. I can't ever remember a year where most of the recurring living expenses I have haven't gone up. You know, it's many times just a dollar here, five dollars there, but all these add up. Also, the increases are never really just an inflationary hike. They're often much more. The reason it is becoming more expensive to eat out is you are paying for the service. This is not just for the chosen place to prepare a meal. You're also paying for their location, their electricity, their salaries, their cleaning, their advertising. And the list here goes on and on. Food business owners are getting hit with the same recurring rising costs consumers have and they're passing the expenses back to the customers. If you've never really looked at it, what is the average markup for restaurants when you eat out? And it is estimated that the average restaurant has a markup of about 60% for food and their beverages may go as high as 500%. If you want to have an adult beverage while you're eating out, be prepared to line the pockets of the restaurant. A $10 bottle of, let's say, vodka that they buy might make $100 or more depending on the food establishment. That $10 bottle of wine at the grocery store might cost you 30 or more dollars with your food at your favorite restaurant. The big markup here is the the beverages. A 20-ounce, think of this one for a minute, a 20-ounce fountain drink. So if you get your, your favorite soda out of the fountain, it's estimated to cost around just 12 cents out of that fountain. And next time you're eating out, if you look at the bill, see how much they charge for soda. It's usually, you know, $3, $2.50, something like that. And each one time that you fill it up, a 20 ounce, it's only costing them 12 cents. Some of the bigger profits also at restaurants are with items like pasta and rice. Think about that 99 cent box of spaghetti at the grocery store that can feed your entire family. And then take a look at your favorite Italian restaurant and what they're charging for spaghetti and meatball dinner. Pasta, it has an average retail cost for a single serving at about $1.29 per pound. You can quickly see how spaghetti at home can definitely be much less expensive. Like I said, the the soft drinks I just want to get back to here again is they're, they're such a big profit. 
at $3 or more probably when you go out. And when they're paying just 12 cents at a restaurant for that fountain drink, a good way to save money when you go out to eat, if you want to still go out, is just drink water. And this will save you some money each and every time you you eat out. Most places are still giving away water in, in many circumstances. So you save that at $3, $253 that you're paying for a fountain drink. Eggs are probably one of the largest profit makers for when it comes to protein at restaurants. The average markup for scrambled eggs is said to be around 80%. And breakfast is one of the biggest profit makers in the right place. And it is one that probably gets to me the most when it comes to saving money. Luckily, I I have an, uh, an inexpensive diner type restaurant that's close to home and it costs barely anything to eat breakfast. However, I have eaten at the places that might charge $12 or more for a few scrambled eggs, a piece of sausage, hash browns, and toast and add in coffee and a tip. And it's probably close to $20 for breakfast. For just a few dollars, the same meal could easily be eaten at home. If you compare the costs of eating out and at home, it, it should be easy to see that a ton of money can be saved by preparing meals in your own kitchen. Take, for example, here a family of three that might eat out three times a week on average for an entire year with an average price of $10 each. This comes out to $90 per week, $360 a month, and $4,320 a year on the low side. The $10 eating out per meal price is very conservative and probably quick fast food or run in and out type meals. Now, if we take a look at, let's change it to an average for the year of $15 each for a family of three. Eating out just three times a week is $135 per week, $540 per month, and $6,480 per year. This is before buying just regular items you may eat and drink at home. It isn't likely that every single thing will be purchased eating out. Cutting back just a little can really save some money. If we look back here and take the average $15 per meal for a family of three to eat out and cut back to just one time a week at a restaurant, this comes out to a savings of $45 a week, $180 a month, and $21.60 per year. That's a difference of $4,000. $320 per year by dining out one time a week compared to three. If you prepared the same meals at home for just one third of the savings, roughly $1,400, there, there would be a savings still of close to $3,000 a year. Think about that savings in something like a college fund for your kid or the extra money saved for emergencies and retirement. And I previously did a podcast on a question that came in on, is it your responsibility to pay for your child's education? And if that's something you want to listen to, 
uh, I go into the subject, but when you think about it, is it really that difficult to put some money away for your kids' higher education if you're eating out four or five times a week? If you cut back a couple of those nights a month, you could probably put close to $100 a month away. So it, it does add up. It, it's, it's not that difficult to do. And a word of caution here, you should be able to see how eating at home more can save a lot of money. If you are eating out and charging it on your credit card, you should be cutting back right now if it includes carrying a balance and monthly finance charges on a credit card. Charging meals at your favorite restaurant regularly and then taking your time to pay the balance is a sure way to get into a mountain of debt. Although food is great, there there is no real monetary value in return from ordering a $12 hamburger. The average credit card interest is now around 16%. So add this to the hamburger you ate two months ago, and you should be able to clearly see the problem. Unfortunately, Dining out, is it's a big problem when it comes to credit card debt. If you find yourself taking a year to pay off all your meals, it's, it's a good sign you should definitely be eating at home more often. It's not just eating at home more often. It's not just about saving money. Although this, this podcast is primarily about saving money by eating at home more often, the more important motive you should have to not eat out as often. It's for your health. And this should probably be the biggest concern with dining out too much. It should be very concerning that only one in three children today are physically active every day. Children today spend more than seven and a half hours a day in front of either a video game, a computer, or a television. Adults are not far behind as many are on their smartphones all day long. The diet of most Americans today exceeds the recommended limits for calories, fats, sugars, sodium, and saturated fat. These are not the only things that are not being watched in the food we eat. Fast food is a big problem. As most people would think, with the number of these chains more than doubling since the 1970s, and it's estimated that 72% of Americans typically visit a a quick-serve restaurant for lunch. Although fast food chains like to say they have healthy options, the, the truth is not many of them really do. Take a look at the great-looking salad that you might see at one of these places a little more closely. The problem with fast food is certainly the health side to it, but also have you priced one of those value, supposed value meals lately? Many of them are no longer much of value and often just one meal will equate to a complete day of recommended calories. The restaurant chains are another problem for when it comes to health. It's not just the fast food restaurants that are unhealthy. Most places you eat outside of your own home today will have portions that are always larger than they should be. 
Also, they put things in their food to give them a stronger taste. The result is a meal that is too much food with more salt and sugar that will generally take longer to digest. And I found a study, a study by the National Library of Medicine and the National Institute of Health found typical restaurant food portion sizes averaged 674 calories. The restaurant appetizers had an average of 813 calories. The side items, side items 260, salads 496, and drinks alone had an average of 419 calories. The truth is most people order more than one or two items when eating out, and the total calorie intake is often more than the average 2,000 calories per day recommended by the Institute of Medicine. With restaurants routinely serving meals with more calories and larger portions than people really need, the outcome is a dangerous risk of obesity and diet-related health issues. Heart disease is a real problem in America, and high-calorie meals loaded with fat, sugars, and salt are certainly not helping. There really is no transparency when it comes to, to eating out. It would seem that most food service places these days are trying to accommodate some type of transparency when it comes to the calories and what is in their food. You can see it on many menus listing the calories and ingredients, but the truth is you probably never really will know what is in the food you're eating, and this is a big problem with eating out and being healthy. There is a reason much of the food eaten out tastes so good many times. The reason is it's loaded with sugar and salt. You can make the same thing at home just about but other ingredients can be used to make the meal more healthy. When it comes to eating something you didn't make, you really have to wonder what is in it. Think for a minute about a, if you're out and you order, you find some place where you can get a, a pizza for $5. It's $5. Do you, for $5, do you think the best and most healthy ingredients are really used to serve it? Just like some things in the, Grocery store have certain preservatives to increase the shelf life. Restaurants need to keep their food as fresh as they can for as long as possible in many cases. This is what should leave you wondering what you are eating. It shouldn't be difficult to see that eating out on a regular basis, it can cost a lot of money. In the United States alone, the restaurant industry had food and drink sales amounting to over $700 billion dollars. When you think about that, that's a lot of people dining out. The problems really aren't that people eat out and restaurants are charging high markups on the food they serve. People should be able to enjoy a meal out now and then, and restaurant owners should also be able to make a living along with the people they employ. Eating out really isn't the issue, but it is often the frequency that people are doing it that causes a problem. With student loan debt at record, record levels, stagnant wages for many people, and daily living costs often rising faster than inflation, many people are not able to save much money. Eating out frequently is leaving many people broke. Although eating more at home can save quite a bit of money, the real benefit that you should be looking at is a healthy lifestyle. 
regularly eating out results in higher portions in calories with the elevated sugars and salts. This can many times lead to weight problems and health issues related to a poor diet. If you're in debt and you want to be debt free, stop eating out if you're doing it frequently. Cut back if you can't seem to completely stop. Your bank account will thank you and your heart will as well. There really isn't anything wrong with going out to eat, but it really should be saved for special occasions or limited as much as possible. Cooking at home doesn't have to be a challenge or time consuming. Take the time to plan and do a little research and it will be worth the effort. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com. Join me on the next podcast as I look at 10 considerations for choosing a mutual fund. Mutual funds, they can be great for investing. They offer a number of advantages over other types of investments and are a popular choice for retirement planning. But how do you choose the right mix of mutual funds when you're investing? Join me on the next podcast and I'll point out 10 considerations that I take a look at for choosing mutual funds.